Don't forget to sign up on the waiting list for my new book and my new online course, which is everything you'd want to know about lips. All you need to do is click on the link, sign up, share the thank you page on your social networks and tag us in that post. You'll be in line for winning a free copy of the book and free access to the online course. Here's the problem with lips. About a year ago, I had a discussion with another very well-known injector where we disagreed on some fundamental anatomy. And it was about where the artery is in relationship to how we inject, whether it's a vertical or a horizontal injection. And in the discussion that we had, I was sent a paper which highlighted a conclusion in one particular paper that a vertical injection might be more risky than a horizontal injection. And this really got me thinking, particularly because in one of the sentences in our discussion, the claim was made that the labial artery runs in the wet-dry border. Now, this is not where I had been picturing the artery. In fact, it was so different to how I'd been picturing that it actually made me feel a little bit uncertain about what I'd been thinking all this time. And I know this happens to new injectors all the time, that you think you finally understood something, and then someone who's notable or uh, well-respected comes out and says something different. And this is kind of like a mini earthquake that goes off in your clinical brain, where you suddenly think, maybe there are all sorts of things that I think are true that actually aren't. So what did I do? In my quest to understand this, I started diving into the detail of these papers, and in particular, looking at other papers around the anatomy and the position of the arteries. And I discovered something really interesting, which I think will help all of you which is a lot of the way these anatomical descriptions come out when you put into words what is essentially a very complex three-dimensional structure makes them seem different from different perspectives. So best example is this idea of wet-dry border or vermilion border. Where is the artery? Some papers will say categorically the labial artery is at the level of the wet-dry border. And others will say with just as much certainty that the labial artery is in the vermilion border. And it was this clash that started to make me think about how these things are described and how difficult it is to be certain about where that artery is just by these two different descriptions. And it all boils down to reference points, scale and precision. Now to give you an example of this, the scale I think of needles is where a lot of this falls apart because the thickness of a needle is 0.4 millimeters. So when you're describing something at the wet dry border or in the vermilion border, it sounds like if you read it first time over, that it's at the point where you're injecting with your needle. This is actually not the case. You can have a distance of four to five millimeters, which actually means it's nowhere near where your needle is, but it looks to the untrained eye like you're injecting exactly where the artery is. This is the problem of scale. There is a lack of precision in the words used to describe exactly where something is. So Vermilion border, wet-dry border, these are actually very vague terms. And we need to at least realize that there is a likely imprecision when it comes to the width of a needle versus the position of the artery. So why does all of this matter? Because I know that you guys in your clinics are working damn hard to be as good as you can at reducing side effects and risks and getting the results that you want. And when you hear different descriptions of the same thing, it creates this uncertainty, which is where I think a more three-dimensional understanding of the lip will give you much more confidence that you're in the right place. So let's have a look at it from a three-dimensional point of view. So take a look at this image. If you look at it straight on, you can see that the artery is very neatly at the level of the vermilion border. But as soon as you start to rotate and look inferiorly, 
it relatively looks like it is moving down and deeper because those arteries are about five millimeters deep. And then if you look at it from the most inferior aspect, it is at the level of the wet-dry border. So both of these different ways of understanding the lip are correct. But really what you want is a combination of both views. And then you have a much clearer idea of the actual position of the artery relative to your injections, which are usually running in the anterior third of the lip and are therefore in a relatively safe place with respect to those arteries, no matter which angle you're injecting at. Whether you are vertical or horizontal, so long as you are anterior enough, you should be missing the vessel. So which angle of entry is safer? So most of all, I'd actually rather that we thought more about the other factors than whether we are vertical or horizontal, because both can be safe so long as your depth is correct. And that's a more important point in many ways than about which angle you enter at. The depth of the artery is about five millimeters on average in a young lip, and this might change slightly depending on the fullness of the lip and the age of the lip. So think most importantly about your depth, and then there probably is a small difference in risk whether you're vertical or horizontal. I think because the artery runs horizontally, you're going to spend more time parallel with it with a horizontal injection. But I do horizontal injections all the time, and I think they are safe as long as you are correct in the other ways we've already discussed. So in terms of which one I actually prefer using, because of the shape we are creating, where you tend to be creating a vermilion border, um, at least enhancing it or close to it, I quite often use horizontal injections, but I'm quite superficial. Occasionally I'll use a vertical injection too, but I would say I more often am injecting horizontally. So how does age affect the position of the artery relative to your injection? Well, if you picture a very old person, you'll notice the lip has elongated and some of the pink has rotated back within the lip. So when you're doing a vertical injection, you're necessarily actually at a different angle than when that same person was say 16 because they had the pink part of their lip rotated upwards and your angle of entry would be roughly 45 degrees. As they get older, you end up pointing your needle basically behind the muscle where the artery is. So in theory, smaller lips and older lips require a steeper angle of entry and it ends up with the tip of your needle being closer to the posterior section of the lip where the artery tends to reside. So in summary, the debate between horizontal or vertical injections is somewhat of a two-dimensional debate, and the solution is three dimensions. Have a look and understand. You can go back in this video and have a look at that anatomical description again in 3D, because for me, that is the crucial understanding that you need in order to be safe and effective when you're injecting and to have confidence in the right way. So I hope that helps. Let me know what you think in the comments down below.